Hello, DFS fans, and welcome to a to our weekly Wednesday catch game edition of the Big Deep Podcast. Before I bring in the nice special guest, please subscribe, like, and share the uh, Spunking Spectrum Sports YouTube page. Yes, this is an audio pod. This is just an audio podcast time, but still, please subscribe to the uh, YouTube page where I did post the YouTube video today. So. Even though this video won't be all up there, uh, you can check out the uh, YouTube page for all the latest and greatest clips and updates. So hopefully uh, we'll have more videos to post. So uh, joining me for his weekly uh, Wednesday catch game se- segment is my friend Charles here. Charles, uh, how was week two for you? Uh, it was pretty good. Um, I did a good job at uh, managing my bankroll where – um, I'm playing two thirds of my, uh, spendings on cash games and then one third in GPPs. Uh, so I'm like, just to put it out there, the number wise, $120 in cash games and then a hundred or $60 in GPPs. And, um, uh, the 20 max, uh, what do you call it? The play action for $3 a pop. Um, and it was a, it was a winning weekend for me. Um, I made 20 some odd dollars in GPPs and then I won all my uh, cash game lineups. So uh, it was definitely a good time for sure. Yeah. You? It felt let, let, it felt less insane playing cash games and playing tournament lines because generally you know early whether your lineups are doing well or your lineups are stinking up the joint. And I saw early that my lineups would perform well, Cooper Cup was a mainstay in most of my lines. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And, like, and then here comes Derrick Henry blowing up the slate. <laughs> yeah. Dak up Derrick Henry rushing for 9 billion yards. Yeah. Him and, yeah. Him and Rondell Moore is just like, if you have those two in your lineups, like you're just, you're just winning everything that you played last week. <laughs> except, except you, because, except you, because if, if I remember head to head, you, you, somebody used Rondell Moore against me. Well, to be fair, in our head-to-head matchup, uh, if Andy Dalton plays a full f- game, I would have beaten you because I think you only beat me by, like, what, three points or something like that? Uh... And if I would have played my actual cash game lineup, because I, I, I usually try to build one cash game lineup, and what I did with you is – so we, we, can, we can go down this uh, road right here um, because this is a good debate that I've sort of been having with lately. So – uh, can you make the screen bigger so you can see the entire lineup, or is that as big as it's going to get? Well, it doesn't matter because it's an audio. It's an audio theme anyway, so. Oh, okay. I might be able. Might be able to make. Uh, well, you can still put this on um, on YouTube if you really want to. Um, but anyways, um, so the big thing from the uh, our heads up is uh, I've been tinkering in uh more with the four dollar or four dollar the four wide receiver lineup that's what i did in our heads up thing um i made a cash game lineup wait did i is this it right here oh no i didn't okay that's this week so what i did in our heads up i wanted christian mccaffrey and alvin Kamara. i thought those two were going to go back and forth uh i mean to be honest no one saw the, the saints getting dusted like they did so with this lineup, I paid down a quarterback, which I usually always do, B 
because that allows me to put in studs in my lineup like uh, McCaffrey, Kamara, and I played uh, Cooper Cup, Rondell Moore, Renfro, um, Noah Fant, David Montgomery in my flex, and then the Titans D at 2,200. Um, I mean, that looks like one of my more traditional ones. I've been uh, tinkering around with the thought process of four wide receivers in cash games because that full point PPR, you get more value there. But the big thing with me thinking that is wide receivers sort of don't get their touches. Like they could easily not get their touches more often than running backs not getting their touches, if that makes sense. Like you're not going to get your targets as often as your rushes. But the game sort of changing where uh, the Bills are doing nothing but throwing. The Chiefs are doing nothing but throwing. Clyde, you know, Clyde Lair, um, his price tag is super cheap because he's just not seeing the ball anymore. So it's just like maybe there is some theory to like maybe start rostering four wide receivers instead of three, uh, just so you can take advantage of the full point PPR. But I like a good solid floor. And again, like you beat me by. 3.2 points. Like, if any Dalton plays the entire game, like, I'm winning this heads-up match. Like, you – we we both had David Montgomery. Uh, we both had Cooper Cup. We both had Noah Fant, and that's pretty much it. Uh, you had Cedric Wilson, K.J. Hamler. Uh, Wilson and Hamler seemed like GPP plays. You had Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen was definitely chalk. Um, and the big double ups, he was fifty five percent owned. Yeah, I'm thinking Keenan Allen's a cash play every day of the week, especially if he's like so far down there. Because I think for this week he was seven thousand, and he was like the eighth or ninth most expensive tight end or wide receiver. So it's just that right there, just plug and play, like just automatically put him. I mean, to be honest, Heck- I think I think Cooper Cup is probably the the plug and play uh wide receiver for right now like it's just I mean, an auto include until you see some kind of recession i mean um, be honest when i saw Cup's price tag last week i'm like that is a gross injustice i'm like the DraftKings watch and play that opening sunday night or what yeah and the crazy thing is in the giant 25 dollar double up single entry cooper cup was only 37 percent, which is still a lot let's not kid ourselves um, but this is a, sort of a good segue into uh, my actual cash game lineup that changed. Uh, so I started off with Teddy Bridgewater at fifty four hundred. Can we see? Can we? Uh, see, yeah. Yeah. You know, one. Boom! Can you see it? Yep. So I always pay down at a uh, quarterback. I pay down at quarterbacks in defense because. At the end of the day, you just need someone to get some points here. Like Teddy Bridgewater more than paid off his price tag. But, like, you know, I just need 20 points for him, realistically. Um, The big thing with this lineup that you – that's against the chalk is – the big thing is there's no – Chris Carson's in my lineup and there's no Najee Harris. I wanted to fade Najee Harris just because I want to be contrarian this week, at least with Najee. And, 
you know, he didn't even get a touchdown until the, the third quarter. So it's just like, he, it was looking good. And I was like, I was telling you before the show, like I was mid tweet. I was about to write a tweet. So like, Oh, I'm glad I faded the Najee, you know, chalk. And then all of a sudden he scores that touchdown. I'm like, all right, backspace this. Okay. It's just like, he definitely uh, earned his price tag and his chalkiness last week. Um, I thought Nick Chubb was going to go off. I mean, 16 points from a 7,800 running back, not really, you know, too crazy. I thought David Montgomery was going to have a big day too. So that's the main reason why I played these two instead of Najee Harris. Um, But I guess like only three receptions. How many times was David Montgomery targeted? Four times. Four so, times. Yeah, like it's just – I think it's a spot that's sort of like if I want to be a contrarian that like these three spots right here were like a good spot to be a contrarian at because I have Keenan Allen, CD Lamb and Cooper Cup as my wide receivers and Noah Fant. Like they were 28 percent, 37 percent, 47, 54. I mean, uh, I mean, be honest, be honest. I used David Montgomery and Nick Chubb in my cash team lineups, and uh, I thought Montgomery and Chubb would have done more. But you know, your, yeah, your wide I, receivers made a lot of sense last week. With uh, yeah, like I thought, I didn't think Cincinnati's defense was going to play that like tough because it, it was like a 10 3 game or a 7 3 game for like the first half. It was pretty wild. Um, I was a fan of Chris Edmonds. Like, he's in a great offense. So, you know, him being under 5K, I thought that was, like, an, a good auto fill for me. Because, again, I didn't want to play Najee because I want to be somewhat against the field but still construct a good lineup. I mean, and realistically, like, as long as I – like, I got lucky with Cup with this lineup because, you know, Dave Montgomery didn't – you know, he didn't even get 2X – um chubb barely got 2x so like i got lucky with bridgewater and cup doing his thing but i mean like cup was really chalky fan was really chalky too he got 3x on his return so uh we got i got really lucky with that uh touchdown for sure and titans d like not a lot of people played them like seattle could have like had a bad game they got three sacks so you know one interception ramley somewhere um, but yeah, that's pretty much my lineup. Uh, I did well. I cashed in everything that I played this lineup in. It got 154 points where the average cash lineup or cashing in a cash lineup, the average score was 128.87 for this weekend. So like, I'm what 24 points and change above the mark. Yeah. And- you, you made your Gucci. Yeah, and that's what I that's why I paid down a quarterback. Uh we'll probably talk about a little bit about this later. But like I'm not looking for uh a Murray or uh Tom Brady or uh Josh Allen in my quarterback lineup because I'm paying down a quarterback by like two thousand so I can play these studs. Now, granted. These three studs right here, Keenan Allen, C.D. Lamb, and Coop Cup, they were they felt all super underpriced for the situation that they were in. So, like, I was able to pay up the Chubb, which I was happy with, and Montgomery because I, I felt like those were the two 
running backs that were going to have a good night. And, you know, they, they did okay. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, my floor was good. Everyone but my defense scored 10-plus points. You know, I had one of the two blow-up people for the weekend in Cooper Cup. So, you know, I, I was definitely as chalky. And my running backs is where I want to be contrarian and not and be against the field, even though Najee Harris got like 19 points or something like that. So it wouldn't have been a terrible thing if Najee Harris made this lineup instead of like David Montgomery. Yeah, and you follow your three running back philosophy, which is not a necessity, but uh, one a philosophy you like more than me. Yeah, the the philosophy for that I'm, – I'm sort of getting off of that, and I, I can bring up my uh, lineups that I have this week. It, these are first uh, shown lineups, but okay, yeah, I th- yeah. I'm thinking, yeah, can uh, we see your week three lineups? Oh, okay, yeah, let me show you that. So this is what these are the two lineups that I have right now. Super, super, like, in like the garbage, like right now. Like these are definitely going to change. I'm just clicking buttons, just seeing what I like. Um, but we'll look at take a look at this Matt Ryan one. Matt Ryan against the Giants. Okay, that seems like a really good spot at fifty four hundred. Um, I think Eckler's going to have a good job. So you know he was one of the first ones to get up there. Uh, Tennessee's defense against Indianapolis with a broken uh, Carson Wentz seems like a pretty good spot at twenty four hundred. Um, I could go down to the Bengals or even the Falcons. Um, because I do have a hundred dollars left over. So like I can change this if I'm not really feeling the Titans defense, but the most important thing I would say with this is, um, again, I'm paying down for quarterback paying down for, uh, my defense, and then I'm paying for studs. So essentially Eckler and Kelsey are my two studs in this lineup. And realistically, I think, if Kelsey's on the slate, I'm going to put him in my cash lineup. I don't think anyone can talk me into not putting Kelsey in my lineup. Um, be, just because, like, he just – like, he's Kelsey. Like, he, he's essentially a wide receiver in a tight end position that is just on another planet when it comes to the tight end numbers. Like, the tight end position, like, before Kelsey, before uh, – Julius Thomas back in the day when he was in Denver, um, the tight end position was very hit or miss. And then all of a sudden you start seeing these super athletic stud tight ends start popping up everywhere where they just start killing it and being productive. Kelsey's being one of them. Waller's another one. Um, Hawkinson, I think is up there too. But at the end of the day, like Kelsey's going to make the lineup like 99% of the times like the only way he doesn't make the lineup in my cash game lineups is if like it's positive for Kofi. Yeah. Like he's not playing in the game or it's literally impossible for me to make a lineup with him in it. I mean, um, beyond be honest, I don't think Travis Kelsey's a bad play and at 8100 and with a cheap quarterback, you've got the money for Travis Kelsey. I, I really like Austin Eckler this week. I think he makes a lot of sense in lineups. Uh, uh, can I see the uh, first one again? Can I see the uh, first? Yeah. 
Yeah, the uh, Sutter one's a little interesting to me because six because to me at that price tag, I know we got 12 targets last week, but couldn't but knowing that you're playing the Jets, the Broncos are playing the Jets this weekend, could this be a heavy run day? I mean, you you would have thought that with Jacksonville. Like Jacksonville, I I feel like Jacksonville and the Jets are the same team. Maybe the Jets are a slightly better team because they don't turn the ball over as much. Wait a minute, wait a minute. They didn't turn the ball over that much. I remember Zach Wilson throwing four picks last week. That is true. I'll take that back. But I mean, like Bill Belichick's always had like the Jets number because they're in division. Like Bill Belichick, like he tries his hardest when he plays against the Jets. Like he's, he, he, What's this like? I don't know. Maybe he has a vendetta from almost being the Jets head coach that one time, and then he just backed out. I think Bill, I think Bill Belichick eats rookie quarterbacks for lunch, but that's just me. No, he, he definitely does. Like I, I know there's a stat out there, or you know, you look at the lines when like Herbert first played him. Um, what's another one? Um, Darnold first played him. Like just so a lot of interceptions, just not good games at the end of the day. Um. But these these wide receivers, these are just like I said, they're nothing's really the only things that I would say in this lineup that is set in stone is Kelsey Eckler, and that's it. Uh, uh, what's with Marvin Jones? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Marvin Jones has been PPO months in the first couple of weeks. And he's playing ACR, so it's just like you know, eleven targets, nine targets. Like they're going to be down against Arizona. Arizona's games have been all high scoring on both sides of the ball. So, or by both teams, I should say. So, you know, Marvin Jones could easily get another double digit with touchdowns. Uh, Henry Renfro, um, sort of going back to the well on that one. Uh, he only got seven targets last week, but that's, you know, more, than, that's more than fine with from a slot receiver. Yeah. I, I think there's probably better spots uh, this week, um, but this was just a quick plug and play. Like, this is my first look at lineup, and that, that's uh, why I do win a build cash lineups. Like, if Eckler and Kelsey are making my lineups, then like I'm just going to click buttons until like I get there. Like I, this one right here, this one I paid even less for Jared Goff at 5200. Have Eckler, have Kelsey, but then I have Chris Carson against Minnesota. So I mean that's easily could be another matchup where, you know, uh, they rely on Carson to move the ball down the field. Um, I have Kelsey here in tight end position. I have the Titans defense as well. I have Calvin, Calvin Ridley. I'm playing – so this is a four-wide receiver. So Calvin Ridley against the Giants, I think that could easily be a good game. Uh, Kyle Pitts is probably another option. But playing two tight ends is – not ideal for me at least i don't think so but you know cephas against baltimore uh very he looked very impressive against the green bay game at least or they're at least going towards him he's got one touchdown so i mean like with six targets and seven targets he seems very touchdown dependent but there it looked like they were forcing him the ball in a lot of situations like there's like two of them where it's just like he was like the first option more likely um, so that's why he was up here. Waddle, you know, he's getting the targets like he went up from five to eight last week. 
Um, well, I with this lineup, this lineup seems more GPP. If you ask me, like, I don't think I would pay Rondell Moore five grand. He's more of a big play receiver. If I'm going to spend five grand for a receiver, I don't think I'd go after Rondell Moore. I mean, no, I no, think I'd rather go after like Marvin Jones. But even well, Jones we'll seems like I'd rather go after T Higgins, who seems more that dependable wide receiver. I mean, he did have 10 uh, targets last week. Um, he is questionable. Uh, Higgins missed with his shoulder injury, so he missed practice. So that's kind of concerning. Um, Antonio Brown's out. Yeah, well, so, he's on the uh, COVID list. Yeah, so I don't think he's able to play. Or he can't play until he has two po- or two negative tests. So who knows, like maybe uh, Godwin or Evans might be the play. I think yeah, I think Godwin could be the play, or even a Scotty Miller if you want a mid-price receiver, potentially. Mid-price, he's probably still bottom price. <laughs> yeah, thirty-one hundred. Okay, near mid. Okay, almost <laughs> minimum. Oh, I thought you said near mid. M I D. No, I no. I, I didn't near mid said mid. Price. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that could definitely be a good uh, punt spot for sure in your cash game lineup. But that's the thing, like. I sort of don't like punting a low tier wide receiver unless it like makes sense. Um, and that's the reason why I pay down it uh, at quarterback and defense always, because like, I don't need Jared Goff. I just need him to get me like 18, 20 points and like even 15 points. Like my week one lineup, I started Mac Jones and he only got me like 15, 16 points. And I, was like 20 points ahead of the cash game or the cash uh, cutoff line. So it's just like, I don't need a great game from them. I just need, you know, a quarterback that plays four quarters at the end of the day that I feel confident can give me 15 ish points. Like, you know, when I'm paying 5,200, I'm just looking for like a three X return on my investment. And in our heads up thing, like with Andy Dalton, like he plays an entire game, he probably gets me a three X return. He probably gets fifteen points. Um, and, and and again, this is more just clicking around. I'm liking this more because I'm saving two hundred on golf over Matt Ryan. I got Chris Carson's up here. Uh, I think Calvin really may have a good game. Um, he's definitely uh, Rid- line. Ridley, Ridley's due for a good game because he's gotten what 18 targets the first couple weeks. Yeah, he's got 10 last week against Tampa Bay. Uh, this week, the Giants, like, who knows what's going to happen, and they're probably still going to use him. Um, and I like Cephas as like one of my punt plays, um, uh, even though he is 3,900 because it just seems like they're forcing him the ball. In spots where like he's covered and or like not even open and they're still throwing it to him. Um, the only thing I don't like about playing Cephas and golf in the same lineup is stacking. I'm not a fan of stacking in cash lineups. Um, because if say like Jared Goff has a bad day, more likely Cephas is going to have a bad day. If Cephas has a bad day, there's not really much correlation with golf because golf could just like you know, Cephas could not be open majority of the times where he has the best defender on him. And therefore, you know, he's just targets everyone else. Yeah, that's yeah. We'll see. We'll see about stacking because you, talking about stacking here, uh, you're you're stacking Cephas and golf. I'm major stacking a team in the four o'clock window when we get the my lineup in a sec. 
man, KJ Osborne is still kind of cheap. Ooh. You only got six you're, targets, though. You're stealing my plays. You're stealing my plays. Come on, man. Now, like, I don't think KJ Osborne is um, a cash game play, to be honest with you. Like, I beg it, to differ. I beg to differ. I mean, he almost got 100 yards. So, I mean, that's always nice. And he got a touchdown. Um, I mean, even week one would have, would have done well. I mean, seven, yeah, I mean, he's seven. still getting nine targets. Like, that's definitely. What, what are the other two getting? Jefferson. Uh, Justin's and, getting what? Nine and ten. And then. Thielen got a bunch last week. Are they just really just throwing the ball no matter They're what? He got throwing seven. the crap out of the ball. So seven and ten. Yeah, with, with Dalvin Cook being uh, somewhat injured, um, at least injury prone all last game, like, um, you know. Uh, any of these wide receivers for Minnesota could be easily a play. Um, I definitely had uh, uh, Osborne in a, a lot of GPPs, and I was definitely happy with uh, his performance. Uh, just plugging him in instead of, like, other people. Um, what, how about your lineup? What does your lineup look like this week so far? Uh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> hey, you know, that's why I, I already feel comfortable about um our our heads up match if you're like oh i don't know hold on i've got too many dang that's crazy the dude that won the million maker last uh last week only had one entry in gpps hey you only need one buddy (laughs) well no just all together you only need one buddy (laughs) that's the only tournament he played that's just brutal well Uh, when i when i said um I said stop stealing KJ Osborne. Well, uh, he's in my lineup against you for now. So you're I, liking Dalvin Cook. How do you like that? I'm a little concerned about the questionable attack, but he's an eating machine. Eating machine. Keenan Allen 6,600 this week? Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. I mean that, that that's that's insane. That's insane. No, yeah, that, that is one hundred percent insane. I mean, like, even Cooper Cup's insane at sixty eight hundred. I mean, let me see who's more expensive. That, you know what? That that's one thing I didn't have in any of my lineups. So let's hear Eckler. Terry McLaurin uh, is more expensive than Keenan Allen this weekend. No, he's not, is he? Yeah, he is. By 300. That's crazy. Who, who are they playing? They're playing Buffalo. The Bills. And Keenan seems... Allen got – how many targets did he get? Eight to- he got 13 targets week one, eight targets week two. So the only issue I have, even though I do love Keenan Allen, is like if I'm loving Eckler – like having Eckler and Allen in the same lineup is like not ideal. Like it's doable, but not ideal. Um, so I see you're paying up for Lamar Jackson. That, I can that's finally I can finally use Lamar Jackson in a catch game lineup. I mean, we all saw what he did Sunday night against the Chiefs, putting the Ravens on his back. I mean, everyone said for the last two, three years, Lamar Jackson is the catch game quarterback. Mm-hmm. 
No, I, I definitely agree with you there. Um, he is definitely up there for sure. Um, Edwards Alaire, like that sort of seems more like a GPP play. I, it, I'll tell I'll tell you my rationale behind it. It's a high scoring game on paper. It, it, even on, all the games are high scoring games on well, paper. <laughs> but I know what you think. Last year, Edward Saleo got like, I think he scored like 13, at least 13, if not 14 points in nine out of the 13 games he played in the regular season. And eventually, he's going to, Edward Saleo is going to get a touchdown. I mean, how often do you get a starting running back for the NFL's best offense at 4,800 buckaroos? Well, that's because they're not using him. Like, he got the same amount of rushes, pretty much the same amount of rushes. He went from 14 to 13. Um, he, he's only getting, you know, 43, 46 yards. But then he wasn't even targeted at all last week against Baltimore. Um, and he, he lost a fumble, too. Even though I don't think the fumble correlation – I mean, it definitely hurt his uh, fancy for the most part. But here's the big thing with Edwards Alaire is that uh, Williams had the goal line uh, carries. So, like, all of a sudden, like, Edwards Alaire is no longer the, the bell cow back in Kansas City. Especially if you're going to give the, the ball to Daryl Williams that only rushed three times for a negative two yards total, but he got a touchdown. Like, what, what does that tell you about that? Like, and that might have just been a fluke opportunity where Edward Saleh wasn't in on that particular snap. But why? That that that'll be my I next question. I don't know why. I don't know why. I really don't know why. But that's yeah. It. So I mean, like realistically, like you're saying, you're punting that that position off if he gets. So, if if we look at this, we get fifty thousand to make our lineups you essentially need two and a half X return in points. You need more than two and a half X uh, return on your points to, to seem like to cash in these uh, cash games. Um, the line, I think week one, the line was like around 129 as well. Um, so with that said, like Edwards Alaire 4,800, if he randomly gets a touchdown or he randomly gets his three targets and he catches all three of them, you know, you're sitting there looking at you're you feeling really good about that at the end of the day. Um so I mean Alaire could be a good punt play because like I'm looking down here. I mean James White, maybe you can play like he's getting six targets and seven targets, and then he's getting some rush attempts, and then it seems like he's getting the goal line attempts too, because he scored a rushing touchdown. And Damon. But but you know the New England Patriots may look around with tailbacks. Yeah, they do. But I mean, like James White is still like he like just getting six to seven targets is really strong. It's just and then like the fact that he's getting goal line carries too is like that's even more reason. Like usually you don't see goal line carries and targets on running backs. Like usually those two things don't go hand in hand. So the fact that James White is getting both those opportunities 
seems like a, a stronger play than El- Edwards Alaire for just a hundred more dollars. Like they're using James White. You can't say like, yeah, there's the the carousel of running backs that they they've done for like the last like what five years of fantasy. But like when you get targeted six times and then five times or seven times in your first two games of the season, like you're you're pretty much part of the offense as running back. And then you're getting goal line touches too. Like that's got to be that has to be worth his weight for forty nine hundred. Yeah, the the real interesting guy to me in that price range is Sony Michelle because Henderson didn't practice today for rib injury. Question marks whether or not he'll play. If Michelle, I know Tampa's got a great run defense, but a top, but a starting running back getting ninety percent of the walk at forty nine hundred feels like a steal if you ask me. Uh, I mean, I think that's probably more of a game time decision. Like, you know, Sunday, like, well, you know, what's actually going on with Henderson? If he's actually sitting out or playing. Now, if Henderson's injury, ribs. Uh, rib, rib, I think rib cartilage. I mean, honestly, locking Michelle in right now could be a good thing. Um, just because, like, ribs are miserable. I don't know if you ever had a bruised rib or a cracked rib, but. You, you can't breathe without it affecting you. So it's just like, you know, you can't be getting hit. You can't be juking with a bruised ribs or, you know, ribs are about to, like, cave in. Burn on so you, fire, right? Yeah. So you just lock and lock and Sonny Michelle in there. Yeah. Let's see. I'm back to my full Ram lineup. What cheap wide receivers are you liking this week? Uh, KJ. KJ Osborne and Donovan Peoples Jones. Oh, that's right. OBJ's in, but Landry's out. Yep, Landry's official. How long? Oh, he's on IR. Sprain MCL. Minimum three games. Oof. That's so what brutal. the Browns played. I'm trying to think, what did Peoples Jones do last week? So I wonder if that makes Odell Beckham playable probably in a gpp although although surely the browns are going to put him on a pitch count at least you would think so i i would think if i would think that more if landry was still on the field with landry being out like he could be on a pitch count but i mean like who else is going to catch the ball like are we just going to target like joku Oh, I actually, I actually think Austin Hooper's the uh, Cleveland pass catcher they're talking. Okay. We remember um, Baker loves his tight ends, and Hooper, and and they didn't bring Austin Hooper and the be they didn't bring in Austin Hooper to be a number two tight end. Uh, that that's very true. I mean, they did sort of like. They didn't like really go out there and trade for him or anything like that. I mean, Hooper showed some kind of productive production in Atlanta. And that could be one reason why Atlanta has been uh, stinking in the last couple of years because they don't have a good uh, pass blocking tight end. Because I, I feel like Hooper um, can pass block as well because he's like, and we more, know, 
athletic build? No, Tom Pitts is not a block and tight end. He's more wide receiver than block and tight end. Yeah, no, for sure. So I think that's where Hooper's value is with the Rams because I the beyond or not the Rams, uh, the Browns, because the Browns are just a running team. Like they're just a smash your face. We got a good defense. We got a good, we got two good running backs that we can just rotate and not kill to death. Like it, I love playing cream hunt and GPPs. Um, it's really hard for me to roster anyone except for Odell Beckham, but like I may just fade Odell Beckham this week just because it's just, it doesn't look like, like Odell Beckham won't have to see something for me. Like, like you said, like in GPP, sure. I'll, I'll put him in the lineup. He's kind of cheap. I think he's like 50 something hundred, 53. So, I mean, like he can, he can make the lineup. He can definitely make a lineup and you'd be happy with it. He'll get you off what he'll get you off some of the chalk of some of these guys because I would expect these guys in the low mid six thousands to all be moving. high fives, low six to be chalk. Like I think some Shepard will be chalky for Godwin. I think uh, some of these guys, but Cooper uh, Keenan Allen. Uh, Cooper Cup's going to be make a chalk again this week. Yeah, like he still doesn't feel like he's priced where he should be. No, 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 no. The should weird thing is, and the weird thing with Cooper Cup and his price point at 68, it's like you can't, you don't feel comfortable pivoting to McLaren, Thielen, AJ Brown, maybe AJ Brown and Julio Jones, Mike Williams, maybe. Mike, Will- Mike Williams is definitely uh, turning it up this year. Um, and I keep forgetting he's a first-round pick. Um, he's a Clemson Tiger. What else would you expect? Half the wide <laughs> receivers, half the wide receivers are from Clemson, South Carolina. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, like honestly, when you put Cooper Cup in there, I don't want to pivot anyone else. Like, I don't feel comfortable. Like Adam Thielen's the only person that I feel comfortable pivoting off of Cooper Cup. Um. And even then, like, Cooper Cup is just showing so much pr- productivity there. Like, 10 targets, 11 targets, like, two touchdowns. He scored three touchdowns so far this year. Like, it's just, like, it, it's really amazing, like, with his production and price point. That it's just, like, he should be easily a 700 or seven, like, 7,200 wide receiver almost. Like, got a question. Justin Jeff- Jefferson. I've got know. a question. DK Metcalf seventy three hundred, Cooper Cup sixty eight hundred. What is DK Metcalf's ownership and what is Cooper Cup's ownership? Uh, the projections aren't out on ownerships yet. Well, I well if the projections were out right now, I bet you uh, Cooper Cup's ownership would be couple times what DK Metcalf's ownership is. And I think Metcalf and Lock- Oh, yeah, but I mean, like, that's also a, a what? A $500 difference? Like, I, I, I think DK Met because DK Metcalf was just feel with Tyre Lockett, and Lockett seems to be getting two touchdowns a game. Or two, 11 targets. Two, at least two long ones. Yeah. 
like maybe that's a good pivot off of i mean it's not really a good pivot off of like keenan allen because keenan allen's so cheap at 6600 i feel like that's super cheap for keenan allen like keenan allen could be super chalky too like this could be another cooper allen week I've got a I've got a good chalk play. If you've got if you've got three wide receivers, but need a different a difference maker in your lineup, I think this might be a Saquon Barkley week. I like that only for cash. in tournaments. I mean, I'm I'm in tournaments. I'm going to say tournaments. Probably more of a tournament lineup. Although I think Saquon. He got he got thirteen touches, two receptions last week. Ten. Remember the Giants are coming off a ten day break, so I think Saquon will be more involved in the offense than he was on Thursday night. Oh, what about uh, Mr. Tyson Williams? Oh gosh, he's going to be like he's at fifty one hundred. Uh, uh like yeah, that. he'll be mega chill. He'll be mega chill. A lot of cash lines are going to start Lamar Jackson, Tyson Williams. Yeah, just because you're getting let me see if I could. Uh, Wait, let me see. Man, I really like James White for for cash. Like he's just getting like he just looks productive. Especially if Damian Harris might actually be what I do. Nah, let me let me cut James White. Like, what's Javante Williams at? He's at thirty nine hundred uh, or forty nine hundred as well. Uh, Same price. Yeah, I don't think I'd would. Uh, I don't think I use Williams. Uh, Melvin Gordon would be the tailback I use in Denver. I don't know. Like, there's going to be games where like Williams going to start taking over and start breaking out. Like, yeah, when, yeah, when you played the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean. I mean, this is another matchup where it could just be uh, just like uh, against uh, Jacksonville. He gets a random target for 10 yards. What, what What's Melvin Gordon doing? So, I mean, like, Javante Williams actually got more uh, points than uh, Melvin Gordon. Would not have believed that last week. But then again, last week was more Teddy Bridgewater week than anyone. That that is true. Um, they're definitely uh, throwing a ball a lot more often than uh, I liked. But I mean, at the end of the day, like being a Denver fan, we we got the W, and we we should be starting the season three and zero. I mean, you whooped up on my Jags last week. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they sort of did it themselves. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to find the punt. See, this is this is why I, I paid down at quarterback. I'm having a hard time feeling confident about any of these, like, sub-4K wide receivers. Wide receivers. Yeah. Be honest, this isn't – there's no Cedric Wilson this weekend or one of these guys. I mean, there could, there definitely could be. 
I mean, somewhere. On, I mean, like, I, I mean, you said peoples. Like, what was he priced at? He's at three k. Three grand. But I mean, like, he's only gotten one target, both games. He caught both of them now, so he's one hundred percent. But I do remember Donald Peeper Jones making a catch on long touchdown last year, but. I'm just afraid he'll be like Cedric Wilson, get like one catch for 20 yards. Like, realistically, I can't play Eckler and Keaton Allen in the same lineup. So what does that mean? Play Keaton Allen? Because <laughs> he's priced – he seems like he's priced uh, lower where he should be. Yeah. How many targets is Mike Williams getting? Is he getting a lot? 10 and 12? What the? <laughs> I mean, I'm playing two, I'm playing two Ram receivers right now. I don't think it's crazy playing two Georgia receivers. No, nah, it, it's it, it I can't do it. I definitely cannot do that. Like I'm I'm toying with the fact that you know I'm gonna play, I'm eventually gonna play a fourth right receiver. I may be stubborn and just go three running backs. Uh, all year and seeing what happens and paying down at quarterback and seeing what happens. Um, I really just want to stick with that and see what happens. Um, but I mean, shoot, if you're getting more targets out of Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, I'm just going to play Mike Williams and cash in. I think, I think Keenan Allen's safer because he'll get you 10, 12 targets a game. He'll get no, you Mike. Well, right now, Mike Williams is getting you 10, 12 targets a game. Allen's only give he got you 13 the first week, but then he got you eight last week against Dallas, where Mike Williams got 10. I mean, that that is a big difference right there. Like he's consistently 12 and 10, where Allen is eight and 13. Like the consistency is sort of there with Mike Williams, it seems like on targets. What will he do with those targets is the better question. Yeah, will this be the week where he gets like 13 targets and gets like three balls for 40 yards? And it's like, yeah. ah. What, what about Derrick Henry? I've thought about using Henry. The only problem is, the only problem is, oh, wait, wrong one. He showed inconsistency last year. So, like, from, probably this point on until the end of the season, like I'm probably going to at least have two of my 20 GPP lineups with Derrick Henry in it. Cause like, if he blows up, those lineups should be going off. Um, I mean, even, even week one, he got 17 rushes. So if it's the game close and the Titans should be a favorite, I don't think it's a bad matchup. I don't think it's a bad matchup, but you don't have any injury concerns with him. Unlike Cook. I mean, I've gone back and forth using Cook or Henry. I think both are fine. You there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm just thinking. Like, I'm scrolling and thinking. Um, So I see that you're liking the Bengals' defense. I think I'm that's seeing, pretty confident. I'm seeing I'm seeing the same news you are about Big Ben. Yeah, 
going 13-0 last year was the worst thing for Steelers because, like, maybe it's the O-line issue, but he's like, oh, man, I still got it. I still have what it takes to be a championship quarterback. I'm staying another year. Like, he was, he was ready to retire, like, wasn't he, two years ago? Like, it just doesn't make sense. To be honest, Big Ben should have retired a couple of years ago. He looks yeah, like, like the Steelers going 13-0 gave Big Ben confidence, and he's still here doing his thing. And I think that's going to be a bad thing for Steeler uh, franchise long-term. Um, I – I definitely don't see it working out long-term, that's for sure. Um, yeah, so the Bengals' defense is definitely something uh, good to look at. Um, are there any other defenses that you want to target? I'll pay Tennessee, ten, ten, Cincinnati, Tennessee. I'm in the uh, same – yeah, you and I are in the same mm-hmm. range showing cheap Ds. Yeah, like I looked at Falcons, but it's just like, you know, 100 less. I'll just take Tennessee and – See what happens there. I'll take okay. the uh, I'll take the cost and wins turnovers over Daniel Jones. They they're both the same if you ask me. Yeah. Um. Are you are you going to roster Najee Harris at uh, six six hundred? Uh, uh no, nope. And I'm not considering it. In fact, I think Joe Mixon might be a better play than Najee Harris. I mean, you definitely. That's a better play, and he's cheaper too. Yeah, he could be better. That could be a nice little hot take. Um, I mean, what other cheap wide receivers do you like down here? I mean, it is early. It's still pretty early in the week. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, if Antonio Brown's not playing, maybe Scotty Miller, but. Mm-hmm. I don't really like a lot of these cheap whiteouts this week, other than Osborne or the Donovan Peoples Jones, maybe. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, Cephas, but he's 3,900. Like, he, he was getting end zone targets, too. That's the thing. Like, I, I was sort of liking what Cephas was doing. Um, Man, Kelsey's really messing up my lineup right here. <laughs> That's like my problem because like I want to play Kelsey, so now it's just like I got to pay down like so many different spots. You got yeah. You either pay down in a you either pay down in one or pay down at three, depending on. I mean, honestly, this this might be a, the week that I play four wide receivers in cash, just so I could play Kelsey and I could play you know. Like Marvin Jones at forty nine hundred, I could play Cephas at thirty nine hundred, and then that will put me. Where is it? Where's Marvin Jones at? There he is. Puts me at fifty nine hundred left, so that gives me Gibson. Question mark. Limited practice. Henderson. Swift. Yeah. I say if you got 5,900, use that Raven, use uh, the tight Ravens running back wings. At 5,800? Yeah. Well, that's just me. I mean, you might have your own philosophy. Do I play Jonathan Taylor? 
How's he? How's he? What do you think is going to happen this week with Jonathan Taylor? I have no idea. His, I mean, he definitely lost some value last week just because uh, he went from seven targets to one target. Yeah, but, I mean, also yeah, Carson's time, injured, so yeah. Every time I saw the Colts game last week, I'm like, why are they playing more than Mac? He's giving me a headache. Yeah, I almost like Chris Edmonds, honestly. Like, I, just, I, I think Chase Edmonds is too expensive, though. I mean, 5700 is still not expensive, expensive. And being on that offense, where, like, the the chance of him scoring a touchdown is kind of high, is nice. He's not getting goal lines, but he's getting a lot of targets, too, though. Um, He got – he's 5 for 5, 4 for 4, week 1 on targets. I'm not getting a lot of yards – out of them, he only had eight rushing yards. But I mean, like, for some reason, um, why well, uh, we sort of know what happened last last week. Like, it was just a a, a bomb throwing game against Minnesota. Um, he did out snap uh, Connor, and that was like the big Edmonds concern. It's like Willie outlast Connor type deal. It's and the answer is yes. It's gonna be interesting this weekend. No, it definitely is. Like you know, you got Madison priced up at six thousand, just because like it seemed like almost every other quarter, uh, Cooks was down <laughs> last week. Definitely going to be interesting. That's for sure. Just trying to find these. Cheap values will be the key between now and Sunday afternoon. No, for sure. That that that's definitely going to be a, a big thing. Um, yeah, um, I, I feel like I sort of hone in on it uh, by the time su- Saturday rolls around because then you sort of know who's not playing, who is playing. Um, because like there's a like this middling session section like from. Chris Carson's at 6,400 down to um, Tyson Williams at 5,800. Like you have Josh Jacobs here, which might play. You have Gibson, even though I'm not really trying to play those two guys, but then you have Henderson and Swift. I could see playing Swift because, you know, he, he got 11 targets against San Francisco. That that's probably never happening again, but he got five targets uh, last week against green Bay. Could he get seven? Um, could he get seven or eight against the Ravens? I mean, if they're Detroit's probably going to be down against Ravens. So I mean, like you know, it could be a San Francisco game plan again, where it's just like they're down, they're looking to come back and try to make something work, and maybe they take Hawkinson out, and then Swift and Cephas become the the two guys that eat next week because Baltimore takes Hawkinson out of the game, and it's like, all right, you got to beat us with. Swift and um, Cephas. Um, that I actually probably see that happening because the way that they did with Tyreek Hill means that they can almost do that with anyone else on any team. It's like, hey, double team that guy. Make sure he doesn't get the ball and they got to beat us with the rest of the team. <laughs> Which is almost making me not like the Cephas play more. The more I talk about it. Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna talk each other out of like eight million plays. Yeah, we we definitely are. But I mean, Osborne, 
six targets. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if that's cash game worthy enough. Um, who was the running back? Oh, he's not on the slate. Um, I had a uh, Devonte Smith in a lot of my GPP lineups last week, and I was sort of upset that he didn't perform, but I sort of knew the spot that he was in until I saw he actually had seven targets. He only caught two of them, but he had seven targets. So that made me feel better about playing so much of him. I wish he was on the slate because I feel like his price would have been like low five thousands where you just put him in. He's around the uh, Chark rugs price. I don't know. Maybe Beckham's just the, the wide receiver to play this week. Because, like, if he's going to be back, you can just depend so much on him and then just get so much value from him that, yeah. right there. I don't know. This, this is definitely interesting. Definitely a lot of playing around, clicking around, seeing what fits and what doesn't fit. But I got to figure out what running backs I got to pay down to. Or, you know, who knows? Maybe I'm paying up this week at quarterback. And I'll break the, my, uh, you know, my rule in cash game construction lineups. <laughs> Don't want to, but I mean, that could be the case. Or I, I might play uh, uh, Chase Fields. Justin Fields. Justin Fields, yes. Not Chase Why do you Fields. say Chase Edmonds and Chris Fields? Like Chris Edmonds and Chase Fields. Yeah. And I always say Ty Montgomery, even though he's still in the league, for uh, David Montgomery. Um, Justin Fields is interesting. I mean, he is starting at 5,200, same price as golf. So it's just, you know, it seems like he has a slightly better matchup with the Cleveland Browns instead of golf against. Uh, hey, yeah. Against the, a, against the Baltimore. So that could be a thing. Yeah. So uh, if you want to see more of uh Charles and me, uh, you can tune into our GPP segment on Friday night when we talk about our favorite uh, tournament lines. So, uh, so uh, thanks for hopping on, Charles, and uh, we'll see you in a couple of days. And hopefully, your video is up and running by then. Yeah, I do apologize for that. Uh, I'm just not feeling well, and my face is randomly swollen, so I just I don't want to be on camera right now. So I do appreciate you having me, and. Good luck.